Welcome back to the best thing. One sec. What an intro. <laughs> I'm half tempted to just keep that as the intro. <laughs> Welcome what an intro that is. <laughs> Welcome back to the best thing. It's incredible. But we are the best thing that is the best podcast. Extremely uninteresting. Back again. I'm joined Was this that actually week. the intro? Yeah, that's actually the intro. Okay, it's a, it's a new low for us. I thought people would appreciate <laughs> it. But this week, I'm joined by the, the hottest upcoming film, Dantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore. <laughs> that's amazing. That's That might be the best one you've done yet. I was quite proud of it, personally. Yeah. Jude, Jude Law up in here. Jude Law and Dumbledore ride, ride, rhyme with each other. They might, they might well ride with each other as well. Maybe but they also Who rhyme knows? with each other. Maybe that's why he was cast. Potentially, Dumbledore in a semester abroad. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're making a brand new cover band, but like a Harry Potter themed one. We, and our debut single is being called Dumbledore and a, and a semester abroad. <laughs> we're just gonna shoehorn Harry Potter references into like classic emo songs. Yeah, yeah. You tried to think of one off the top of your head, but you got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I was trying to think of a brand new song. Mm. I was trying to get Nagini into like the into me versus Maradona versus Elvis, but for some reason, it, but I don't know why. I was like, oh, one with like me versus Maradona versus Elvis, and the first thing I thought of was Nagini, but doesn't work at all. No, not really. Me versus Malfoy versus. No. I was thinking me versus McGonagall versus Elvis. <laughs> If you don't know Harry Potter or brand new, then this is this is a conversation. It's Who doesn't definitely, know Harry Potter? Well, I'm sure people know Harry Potter, but it's whether or not they know the hottest cancelled band out there, brand new. My favourite obscure band, which wasn't actually very obscure. They weren't obscure at all. They had a number one album. They did have a number one album. Their last I album. don't care that they're cancelled. Deja Intendu is still the greatest album ever made, except maybe science fiction. Science fiction is an incredible album, but I think Deja Intendu, I prefer Deja Intendu. You think Deja Intendu, I prefer Deja Well, I was going to say, I think it's better, but I don't know if I do think it's better. I think, I don't know, Deja just, something about it, man. But something about science fiction as well. Yeah, I know. Need I remind you of the greatest transition in the history of music? It started with psychodrama. I also got it wrong, it's we started, and I said... <laughs> it started. <laughs> also, the end of um, Out of Manor might mm. be the best thing they did on their entire discography. That little like thing with just Jesse and an acoustic guitar. It it should be a song on its own. Oh, yeah. But anyway, that's <laughs> there was a very strange noise I just made there. The Dobby and God are raging inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Write that down, write that down. But anyway, this podcast, we have a bit of admin from last week to get on top of, and that's just purely for my own sanity rather than anything. The film is called Spider-Man No Way Home. It's not called Spider-Man Far From Home. Far no, from there home is a is... film called Spider-Man Far From Home. I know, but that's not the film I was talking about. I was talking about the new one, Spider-Man No Way Home. I kept saying Far From Home, and you didn't correct me funny and that, that that's all i have to say on the matter i have, i also have some admin from last week well not uh-huh. really i feel like i didn't quite cover um because i haven't put out my tier list yet but i just need to throw a couple albums under the bus as the worst albums from last year 
Okay, Fair just because I think it will be funny. So in my just no tier, we also have the I would rather die than listen to this again, which is where Tones and I and uh, The Wall by the Nostalgia Critic are. <laughs> it didn't come out that last year. I know, though. but it's so bad. It belongs in there every year. Um, In the just no section, I've got Certified Lover Boy. Uh-huh. I got um the Pop Smoke album. No disrespect to Pop Smoke, but stop with these fucking posthumous albums. Jesus yeah. Christ. It's like bad vibes forever. Um I've got <laughs> OK Orchestra by AJR. I've got Logic Bobby Tarantino 3. I got whatever the fuck Greta Van Fleet's thing was called. And um I don't remember what it's called, but the Escape that Escape the Fate album. Uh, chemical Weapon or something along those lines. Dear God, that album is awful. I don't think it was called Chemical Weapon. Chemical um, Warfare, wasn't it? Yeah, Chemical Warfare. But my <laughs> God, that album weapon. is awful. And I feel like it didn't get enough credit for just how awful it is when it yeah. came out. But that shit is completely unlistenable. It is really bad. It might be the worst thing other than Welcome to the Madhouse that came out <laughs> last year. It really I, might be. I've got another... I've got a couple albums that I will throw under the bus as well. Um... Obviously, the new Greta Van Fleet album and the new Volby albums both sucked. I'd, I haven't listened to it yet. They both sucked. Um, it's absolutely fucking irrelevant. They put out a really, really bad new album this year called Bodies. And the the last one I'm going to... is an album by a group called the band Camino. Can't say I'm aware of them. Yeah, you're lucky that you haven't. They put out a self-titled album this year, which someone in the facebook group i'm in is, is really into them and so i love a few other people were saying how good they are so i was like i'll give it a listen it is the worst like boring pop rock i've ever heard in my entire life mm. and there was one song on it called sorry mum which featured the lyrics <clears throat> sometimes i get drunk sometimes i say fuck sometimes i talk about things you don't like in my songs I've gone home with girls a lot. I don't know if there's a god. Sometimes I try to act like I don't know right from wrong. I'm sorry, mum. I'm sorry, mum. What the fuck? <laughs> Which might be the worst. It sounds that's like... The, that's the chorus as well. <laughs> it sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's getting cut out. <laughs> oh, my fucking god. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to bleep that. Oh my god. <laughs> it what does that. I... It does, yeah. It really does. Everyone's going to be wondering what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a really funny joke. But yeah, that was, a, that was a really bad album. I hated it. I hate, hate, hated it. It was like my fourth least favourite album. Mm. Was it, it was as bad? Third, actually. Oh, so what, what, what two were worse than it? Welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome to the Madhouse and another one called... Um, by a group called Cheap Meat. I can't remember what the album's called off the top of my head. I just saw it on, I saw a Kerrang! review from it and it was a very slow release week and they gave it three stars and they said it for fans of Weezer and I was like, I like Weezer, so I listened to it. Terrible. And now I no longer like Weezer. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible, terrible, terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. But speaking of terrible, us at Staying On Topic. Today, I thought... This is the best time to do, seeing as a spooky celebration was voted our last, or our our best episode of last year, much to Dan's chagrin. 
I thought we'd do our first Halloween-themed episode of the year. <laughs> now, some might say it's too early to do a Halloween special, as it is, you know, January. And I thought about that. But then I thought, you know, who's in charge here? Me or the devil? I think I'm in charge, so we're going to do a Halloween special. Um, Was that a reference that I'm blanking on? <laughs> Did you do? You, have you not seen the Who's in Charge, Me or the Devil? No. Who's in Charge, Me or the Devil? Okay, let me let me look this up. Okay. <laughs> you got just look it up on um, uh, what do you call that thing? Um, YouTube. <laughs> Who's in Charge, Me or the Devil? What the darts thing? Yeah. So good. It's so good. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> is that uh, is that real or Yeah, that's real. That's Ted Hankey. <laughs> what the Come on, you fuck? <laughs> Who's in charge? Me or the devil? God it is like what on earth is happening? Like I don't speak much Dutch, but I'm pretty sure at the end the commentator is like, What is this? <laughs> what is this? What am I listening to? I'm Come a on, fucking samurai. <laughs> Oh, it's good stuff. But yeah, a uh, spooky, spooky themed episode. I might call this episode "Who's in Charge, Me or the Devil?" That's a good one. That's I think one. I have to and include oh, yeah, okay. Ted Hankey in the in the thumbnail somewhere. <laughs> I'm hearing you type as we speak. I didn't hear any of that, but I'm hoping the mic picked it up. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. <laughs> Can't get over that. It's brilliant. <laughs> But yeah, we've both got some spooky stories. I've done the only thing that I could do, and that was go to r slash ghost stories on Reddit and pick a random one. This one was actually quite highly voted or highly Ooh. rated. So maybe it's good or maybe I wouldn't it's bet not. on it. <laughs> no, me either, but we'll see. Uh, do you want me to go first or I guess I have just bigged up my story? So. Yeah, you've bigged up your story, so it's only fair that you go first. Okay, well, let me just take a, a quick swig. <laughs> God, <laughs> I can't believe that right? What just happened? <laughs> what just happened? I started taking my swig. I started taking my swig of water. I was going to do it into the microphone. <laughs> and then I saw you started laughing and it made me start laughing. So, you know, when I start laughing, I'm very inhaley throat laughter. Uh-huh. So I just inhaled all the water <laughs> straight down my throat. And it made me start cough. So I just coughed out it made all of me the water. start cough it <laughs> made me start cough so i just coughed out all of the water onto my floor oh brilliant <laughs> my carpet's looking quite wet and i feel quite sick so that's what just happened i'm, <laughs> I'm glad that that was just caught on I, audio. I started laughing because of some reason when you said swig it made me think of that achievement clip where someone says something when jeff like asks a question and someone answers and he just goes swizz <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds so unfunny when <laughs> I say it, but <laughs> for some reason that came to mind. It just made me laugh. Swears. Yeah, I, I just took a. I just took. Oh my god, good voice crack. I just took a big swig of water and it just all went down my throat. I did. I used to things going down your throat. Are you? Yeah. Comedy. Shut up. And then I spat it over the carpet. So let's move on swiftly to 
the haunting of lilac cottage england in brackets <laughs> thanks for clearing it up my my childhood home your childhood home no that's just i can what... confirm our childhood home was not called lilac cottage that's just the name the title of the story is the haunting of lilac cottage comma england dot 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 space brackets my childhood home is it all written out like that that's kind of weird yeah it is that's a pretty weird title <laughs> All right, so let's get let's get underway. <clears throat> Before I start this story, I'd just like to let you know, this isn't me, this is the story. I'd just like to let you know that I'm predominantly a skeptic, or at least I was, bomb, 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 <gasps> until this house. He says until this house, but this was his childhood home. Yeah, he wasn't, he was, as a two-year-old, he was <laughs> like, fuck it, these ghosts, man. They're just not real, are they? I don't believe it for a second. I, I am a man of science. I actually rarely talk about the events that happened there because I don't have any rational explanation, but the house has stuck with me well into adulthood. Mm. Back in 2019, me, my mom, and my stepdad moved... That says 2009, not 2019. Back in 2009, <laughs> me, my mom, and my stepdad moved into a really old, rustic rural cottage in England. My father had passed away not too long before, and this was going to be a new start for all of us. Christ, she moves on quickly, but... Changed their surname to uh, Phoenix and everything. The house was an absolute bargain. It had six bedrooms, two very spacious living rooms, and a huge annex at the back that was <laughs> essentially a Dublin. second house. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Stairs leading up to the bedrooms. Uh, we couldn't work out why it was so cheap. We went for the viewing and the family eventually told us that their elderly mother had passed away there peacefully. Of course, in the annex, no doubt. And they just, they just need to get away from the feeling of her. We weren't put off by this and bought the house. From the off, it was unsettling. My parents didn't see it at first, but I was incredibly uncomfortable there. It was extremely unnerving and cold. Ooh. And not to mention, it was isolated behind rows of trees and a very long driveway. Is this Ilmarsh house? Yeah, it does sound like it. Either that or it just sounds like every like posh twat's house in England. Mm, yeah. And there's a lot of them. Like you. Like me, for example. What was it that I said th at the weekend, Dan? You said um, we were talking about coding and you said that coding is frightfully dull. It is frightfully dull. You so. posh twat. <laughs> I'm in shock. Frightfully dull. And also, I was thinking about having a quiche at the time. A splendid quiche, no doubt. From Marks and Spencer's, no less. Marks and Spencer's do do... Do do do, do a splendid quiche. Marks and Spencer's do a splendid quiche. I can't believe it! <laughs> right, get on with your story. <laughs> it started on the very first night. My room was at the end of the corridor. And if you came out of my room, on the right was a bathroom and a locked door that led to the annex. What's an annex? Hey Siri. Oh, brilliant. What's an annex? Annexation is the administrative action and concept in international law relating to the forcible acquisition of one state's territory by another state and is generally held to be an illegal act. Should I keep going? <laughs> no, <laughs> yes, no, no, you definitely no, should. No, never mind. Oh. No, Siri, stop. No. Siri, stop. Hey, Siri, stop. Siri. Hey, Siri. Siri. Siri, you can stop. Hey, Siri. 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 Oh, Siri. 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Dumb. Annexing, like an annex, when you annex something, that is, so technically she did give me the right yeah. definition of what it means, but I don't know what it means in relation to a house. <laughs> I'm still none the wiser. An annex is, technically they've been spelling it wrong, it should be spelt with an extra E at the end. By definition associated with the main home, um, basically it's just a different, another part of the home that's, I think it's not connected. So it's like oh. an outhouse or like a summer house, I guess posh people would call it. A gardener's toilet, if you will. Yeah. But yeah, there was a door on his, uh, a locked door that led to the annex, which was the place that the elderly mother died from the people who used to own the house and all that. Um, my parents slept long away down the corridor in the last bedrooms. So I was quite isolated and directly opposite my room were the stairs. This first night was freakishly cold. Frightfully cold. Frightfully cold. <laughs> I would say. If I was to write this, I'd have to poshify it a bit more. Mm. I pulled the blankets up over my head, but my dad part but oh huh? Oh, but after my dad passed away, I suffered from insomnia for years. So the cold and the Go ahead. Annex annexties and mm. mm-hmm. that says anxieties, Rory. And moving <laughs> to a new house all added together. <laughs> All added together with this into zero sleep. So I ended up laying awake for hours, just sort of staring around my new room. Stop laughing. Stop it. I'll try. My bedroom door was one of those old and mismatched wooden country house doors. You know, you know the type. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I I know exactly what he means by that. It was small, but big enough to see its entire outline off the brim of the door's wooden frame. It didn't quite reach the carpets, and after a few hours, I could hear the creaking of floorboards directly outside my room. It, it was a reference to... I've, I've made the reference on the podcast before, Dan. It's to one of the bloody um Yogpods, Halloween Yogpods. What is happening? You know, off the broom, off the door's wooden frame. It's one of the... It's a reference <laughs> oh, from the yeah, baby yeah. face story, you <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, loser. Yeah. Oh, good one! You got me. Yeah, I got you good. I got you good. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm, sh- I'm, 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 um, uh. <laughs> yeah, well said. But after a few hours, this person could hear the creaking of floorboards directly outside their room, and shadows that seemed even darker than the darkest of the hallway, walking past my door. What do you think they mean by that sentence, Dan? <laughs> um, I think they mean that there was. Sh- Shadows that were even darker than the darkest of the hallway. Um, yeah. Do they mean the darkness of the hallway? I mean, like I'm guessing they do, but that's than not the darkness what it's... Of the hallway? I'm, I'm guessing even darker than the darkness of the hallway. That would make sense, but mm. it's not what it says. Yeah. That's a shame. It is a shame. You know what else is a shame? What? Yeah, nice. Okay. I presumed one of my parents had gotten up to use the bathroom <laughs> at first, but this went on back and forth back and forth for several minutes and it wasn't slow it was a fast fast it was a fast very brisk walk how many minutes of brisk walking was it <laughs> that's what we need to know around the same time i heard the creaking i turned around and unmis- and unmistakably there was a figure blacker than black walking forward and backwards in front of the door 
just Keep visible words. in the darkness of the hallway. There you go. They said darkness this time. I couldn't take my eyes off it the entire time it was there. It's safe to say I never slept with the door open again after that night. Why were you sleeping with the door open anyway? Yeah, what kind of psycho sleeps with the fucking door open? The fucking door. It's a weird thing to do. If I could have any accent other than my fabulous accent I have now, I think it would be an Italian-American accent. Go ahead. Just, it's funny sounding. No, go ahead. Tell him to fucking suck a lemon. Spawn. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him to suck a lemon. What, you want to sound like Johnny Tight Lips? I do. Johnny Tight Lips. You know, he's based on... um, I ain't saying nothing. He's based on, I don't remember his name, but he was one of the people in the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Not the WWE pay-per-view, the actual event. Oh, you mean, um, um, oh, fuck, um, Al Capone? Yeah. Yeah, that's easy. He wasn't, he, it was around, I, I don't remember if it was his men that were shot or if he organized it or if he had nothing to do with it. It was definitely Chicago around the time that he was Well, he was the one who orchestrated it, didn't it? It might be. Or something along those lines. Something along those lines. But yeah, one of them was shot a lot, but survived. And when the, um police showed up to find these loads of dead people and one guy's barely alive riddled with bullets they were like who shot you and he was like no one shot me <laughs> i ain't saying nothing i ain't saying nothing that's who johnny tight lips is based off of interesting jazzy a fun fact of the day fun fact so fun i could hardly contain myself i guess <laughs> but this person never slept with the door open again but dan this is what hold your fucking horses all right they're Hold your fucking held. horses. Hold your fucking horses. That was shit. This was, is where yours was just start- a shit. Yeah, Dad, this is where things start to get properly creepy. I'll have you is know. that is that what he says or is that what you're saying? That's what it says. I guess he or she. I don't know. They. They them. Yeah, you don't know. I um, don't. I don't know. That's true. But anyway, I'd been terrified of this shadow for weeks now. There was a really horrible feeling I had around it, like it was after me. And one night, I was just going downstairs for dinner. I had the same cold feeling. And for just a second, I froze in place in the dark hallway and looked to my right towards the annex door. And there, sure as anything, and without my sleepy eyes to blame it on, I saw the same black shadow walking directly at me at high speed. Mm-hmm. I ran downstairs as quickly as I could and told my parents everything. They mostly laughed it off and didn't believe me and tried to reassure me that the that ghosts aren't real and there was no chance of anything about this old lady still being in the house. No chance of anything about this old lady still being in the house. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Mm. Mm. Jury's out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, a bit of backstory. This old lady was terrified of the previous owner's family dog. So much... Why does... I don't know how they know this. Maybe they'll tell me. So much so that they had installed a pulley system in the house so she could pull a cord from her bedroom that would trigger an old bell to ring in the kitchen if she wanted anything. Is this because she was scared of the dog or or because she was old and couldn't move very well? Is she the old bell in this situation? (laughs) Potentially. But the whole system was still there when we moved in. And this night, the night after I told my parents, in brackets, I was awoken around 2.30 a.m. by this bell in the kitchen ringing loudly and on repeat. 
like it was being pulled firmly and constantly firmly and constantly pulling a bell were they they were mm. it's i don't know if that kind of content can be kept on this podcast i don't think so this is a family show exactly i ran out into the corridor and my parents were there too equally as confused and concerned as i was we all looked at each other with our increasingly worried looks and ran downstairs into the kitchen to see what was going on as soon as we entered the kitchen it stopped oh we ventured up into the annex to see we ventured up into the annex to see what could have caused this but nothing no sign of anyone and my god i hated it there it was even colder and more lifeless than the main part of the house and i feel like and i just felt like rather i needed to leave as soon as i could my parents didn't quite believe that this was a ghost yet but they were clearly less skeptical than before uh, from here, any activity becomes much more obvious. From here, any everything? Okay. We, <laughs> my parents and I included, started to hear knocking on the annex door next to the bedroom. Noises from downstairs that sounded like someone was down there moving. Sometimes, my fish tank light would flicker on and off with an audible click and wake me. The fish was like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> fish just trying to get some sleep. I can't believe exactly. it would be such a prick. I know, right? Do ghosts uh, hate fish, do you think? Um, I think ghosts hate... Ev- well, it depends on the ghost, I guess. The ghost mm-hmm. I saw, he was by a lake, so clearly he didn't mind fish. Yeah. But I guess he wasn't in the lake, so maybe he did hate fish. Or yeah. she. Or they. Maybe. My instinct is that it was male, because it was tall. Taller than me, if I would have stood up. That doesn't mean they're a man, that just means they're a normal-sized person. <laughs> Shut up. But um, I would often, back to the story, I would often even wake up to my wardrobe doors being wide open with no breeze in sight. How would Maybe you, you see a breeze? <laughs> no breeze in sight. No That's breeze in sight. <laughs> this is written really fucking well. Well, it's a Reddit ghost story. What do you expect? Jeff the Killer enters the chat. Scarleton and blood eyes. One night I was sat reading alone in my room. And one of my war- and one of these wardrobe doors opened by itself, wide and with relative force. <laughs> Dan stares at the wardrobe behind him in his room. He's like, "Go on, I dare you! I fucking dare you! I'll slap the shit out of any ghost that comes out of there." Luckily, ghosts aren't real. Mm. I got up cautiously, closed it, and ran downstairs to see my parents. When I came up around fifteen minutes later, every single cupboard door. Around a dozen of them were wide open and as wide as they could go. Who has a dozen, who has six cupboards in their room? Do they mean like chest of drawers as well? Because that's not what they say. <laughs> it says cupboard doors. So they have, mm. if there's a dozen. I'm hoping all of my doors and drawers don't fly open because then my microphone's getting knocked over. That would be a shame. It's just me who knocks the microphone repeatedly. Hmm. Lots more went on too. Taps turning themselves on particularly regular became a taps turning themselves on became a particularly regular occurrence. And one night, I woke up to the sound of my cupboard door opening again, and saw droplets of water running from the bathroom next to the annex door all the way to a few feet from my bed, with no droplets out again. I was terrified. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What? So. I, 
I get taps turning themselves on and off, and then there were drips leading from the bathroom to his bedroom, but no drips leading out again. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. But how do they? How do they know it wasn't just like me spitting water on the floor? So the drips started in his bedroom and then went. How do they know it wasn't you? No, how do they know it wasn't like me? Like where I spat water out. Oh. Water doesn't have to come from a bathroom. Or someone really needed to pee. Perhaps. So they started pissing themselves in his bedroom while they were doing spooky things. And then they made it to the bathroom. In their opening cupboards. Yeah. They're like... They opened a cupboard like, oh, should I piss in here? No, I'll go into the bathroom. (laughs) I'm a civilized ghost. Exactly. Uh, it was around six months after all this started that we eventually moved out. My grandma had began to grow up. No, my grandma had begun to grow unwell and couldn't care for herself anymore. And she moved in with us. From the beginning, she hated the house. My grandma was increasingly or incredibly rather sweet and calm. And I've never seen her distressed like she was there. And on one particular night, when I was sat downstairs in the kitchen with her, she took my hand and pointed directly towards the annex and said, don't go in there. I don't like it in there. It's safe to say this scared the crap out of me. Okay. Um, On the last night we all spent together in that house, I was awoken by my mum screaming. Clear as day, she said she had felt two hands firmly grab her ankle. Firmly grasp it! Over (laughs) Over the bed sheets and pull her down the bed just a few inches. And right then and there, she asked to leave. We went to stay in our old house, our old house, for a while because of the size of my stepdad. We went to stay in our old house for a while because of the size my, because of the size. Oh, I need to read the, the next sentence, then it will make sense. Because of the size, my stepdad, the biggest skeptic among us, stayed in the lilac cottage for a few more months. He's still quiet to this day about that house. He hates talking about it, but even he admits that there was something incredibly wrong there. And without much warning, he put the house up for sale, selling it so desperately that he lost almost a quarter of what he had paid for it. He never told us why. I've promised myself that one day I'll reach out to the current owners of that house and see if they have also experienced anything. But I haven't yet. I haven't been able to bring myself to do it. I'm scared of what I might learn. Have any of you experienced anything like this before? I'd love to hear more stories. And that's it. That's the end. Well, I am thoroughly spooked. What do you think of that? What do you think? I think that was actually quite spooky. Mm -hmm. For once, there was no, you know, Batman story at the end. There was no one turning around to see nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I would often turn around. I felt like there was something behind me only to turn around and see nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, ooh. That's fucking spooky, bro. But yeah, I thought that was pretty good. I'm at, I'm pleasantly surprised. I am fucking terrified, frankly. I could barely contain myself. What do you think? Do you think that there was a spooky ghost demon thing in no. the in the lilac cottage? No, I don't. I want some explanations from you, then, wee I lad. D- you don't need any explanations. No, what you I need, do. what you need, is my story. Alright, you're not just going into it like that. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. I'm sorry. I'm putting my foot down. That's not happening here. 
I need mm. some. What, so what? What? What do you think it was? Uh, I think it was a story. So you don't think it actually happened? No. But what if it did happen? Didn't. <laughs> but this person, it, this is like uh, it's r slash ghost stories, and this person seems pretty. It was them that they would remember Dan. They were a skeptic before they lived in this house at the age of like nine or whatever it was. Mm. Yeah, it says I don't into know. adulthood, which stuck with me well into adulthood. So I'm guessing they're old-ish. I mean, 2009 was 13 years ago. It was. Mean the one was that, that he had his own room and. Uh, maybe they were teenagers. Just because he had his own room point. doesn't mean he's old. We no, could but... have had our own room at the age of six. We didn't because we didn't have enough rooms. All it comes mm. down to is how many rooms you have in your house. As to and seeing as this room. had six bedrooms. Exactly. So three of them. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's very spooky. And I think that the person who wrote this really experienced the, the haunting of a poltergeist. So... Thank you for that story that I, I I didn't write down the the author. So I will spend the next few minutes trying to figure out who the author was. And um, yeah, you could go into your story. I'll, I'll crack be on with my story then. Right then. So my story, I do have the uh, the author. Oh boy. The storyteller is David Tabke. I want to say his house pronounced. It's T-A-B-K-E. David Tabke. Okay. A professional skier, apparently. Oh, nice. And this is the ghost of La Parva Ski Resort. Ooh. <clears throat> it's one that I have to read, much like yours. It seems quite long, but, you know, I'm... Um... <laughs> one that I have to read. How awful. <laughs> I know, right? But I am a skilled reader and storyteller, so... <clears throat> I've read the first sentence. Not even that. Up to the second comma is what I've read. <laughs> So. I read the first paragraph of my one, so I did slightly better than you. <clears throat> Quite in a set. Throughout Latin America. <laughs> Sorry, I just <laughs> I just found the name of the author. So the haunting of Lilac Cottage, England, my childhood home, in brackets, was H the Biscuit twenty six. So thank you, H the Biscuit. Continue. <laughs> Throughout Latin America, you'll hear variations. Very often. Throughout Latin America, you'll hear variations of the story of. Now, my very limited Spanish has told me that this is La Llorona. La Llorona. La Llorona. Well, I mean, the it's two L's, and two L's in Spanish is pronounced more like a Y. Yeah, I, I know. You've, you've seen the film. I, I haven't seen the film. Oh, you've not? Oh, well, I know about La Llorona. They pronounce La it Llorona, but. La Llorona. La Llorona. If there's any Spanish people listening, which I, I doubt, um, let me know how spot on my pronunciation is. I'm trying to think of how Spanish football teams are pronounced. La Llorona. La Llorona. Or Llorona. the Wailing Woman is also known. Yeah. Sometimes she's lost her husband. Sometimes she's lost her child. Sometimes it's both. You know, like yada, yada, yada. Boring. Um, you know, but water. in La Pava, a ski spot in the Chilean Andes... Mm-hmm. The wailing woman is named Lola. L O L A Lola. <laughs> and then it, and everyone in the area swears they knew her before she died. Oh. A local restaurant owner said she dated her. Pro skier. 
Drew Tabke says, adding that the ski patroller he heard the story from pointed at the exact hut where this tale takes place. Of this course. is like exposition, I guess. Basil wrote this. Um, the story starts on a nice day in peak ski season. Lola and her young son plan to spend the day on the slopes. As can happen in the Andes, a thick fog rose up from the valley, which often precedes the arrival of a real storm. The clouds envelop the two... The clouds enveloped... Oh, enveloped. The clouds enveloped the two as they were making their way down from the top of the mountain and they lost contact with one another. Mm -hmm. Despite... Despite... Desperate to find her son, Lola began screaming his name as she ran through the thick fog, unable to see clearly, though she stumbled down a steep slope and began sliding towards a rocky... Kulor... <laughs> C-O-U-L-O-I-R Sure Sure, Cooler. why not? Cooler Cooler Sure By chance, a local lift offerer Who was returning to his cabin Came across her body He was afraid she was dead But on closer inspection He found that she was alive Just mm. barely That's where the story ends Oh, nice Fair enough That's nice. Her body was covered in lacerations From sharp rocks And the only word she said in the faintest whisper was her son's name. Doesn't seem to say what it was. Mm. The lift operator. Let's call her um, him. I don't know what I, I was, just I said. I was like, what did you just say? <laughs> let's, let's call him Stephen. Stephen. Okay. The lift operator worked to carefully pull her body to his cabin. A body? I thought she was alive. Which was just up the hill, apparently, his cabin. Mm-hmm. He bandaged her cuts as best he could and ran to fetch the doctor. Together, the doctor and lift operator made their way back to his hut, the fog hanging thickly in the air. When they arrived, though, the bed was empty. Just the bloody sheets remained. Mm. Neither the woman nor her son were ever found. But locals report hearing her wail for her child whenever they're near that lift operator's cabin. And here's the thing. Tabke does not believe in ghosts. Okay. Okay. Something, however, changes when he arrives in Chile each winter. Maybe it's the fact that La Pava, that from La Pava, you can see up to, oh Christ, <sighs> Cerro El Plomo. Miedo. Oh. No, <laughs> Cerro El Plomo, an ancient child sacrifice site fucking hell oh jesus <laughs> that's like a turd <laughs> maybe it's because tabke has simply read so many magical realism books by authors like juan rulfo and gabriel garcia marquez but sitting alone in his cabin in the andes with the wind whipping and the candles flickering he swears that every now and then he just can't tell if what he's hearing is a woman or the wind. Oh, that's it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say the wind. <laughs> I'm so confused. Chances are it's the wind. Mm. So there, there you go. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't honestly, even know what my thoughts are. Honestly, I don't have a, I don't have a lot to go on. I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest with you, Mr. Mr. Daniel, Mr. Dan Dumbledore. 
I know the story of La Llorona. Didn't she like drown her own uh, her own child drowned? Well, yeah, I haven't seen the film, so I would prefer if you didn't spoil anything. I won't spoil anything. But this I is think La Llorona is just like it's it's a ghost, but it's not one singular ghost. It's just the wailing woman. Yeah. Like everywhere has a wailing woman. Like there's one in Coco. Hmm. Haven't seen it. Well, I won't spoil anything, but there may or may not be one in Coco. I guess La Llorona, if it's just like the, uh, the wailing woman ghost, that anytime there's a ghost, they refer it's to it. It's wailing and happens to be a woman. Yeah. They refer to it like that, but like it's just the late, it's just the um, Latin American version of the woman in white or the white lady or the crying lady or something like that. Mm. Well, it's the wailing woman. Yeah. In Spanish, I believe. I don't know what the I think that I wonder what the literal translation is. I'll is Google it translate woman? it for you. But because woman is um muher, muher fucking hell. Muher. So muher. Muher. Something like that. I believe that's woman. Is that woman or is that man? No, man's ombre. Duolingo, you, you, you're slacking. I know I haven't done any Duolingo in about a year. No, not from Catalan. La Llorona from West Spanish. You put a really weird emphasis in there. Mm. I was, for some reason, for a second, I was looking for Mexican. That's a language. It's not. Uh, <laughs> the Weeping Woman is the literal translation. Oh, of okay. It, so, yeah. Not wailing, like Bob Marley? No. <laughs> no no um, wailers involved in this story. Hmm. Do you think Bob Marley and the wailers are wailing, as in they're going out getting and wailing whales or they're wailing like they're wailing are they wailing are they bob is he bob marley and the whalers or is he bob marley and the whalers i hope it's bob marley and the whalers just for my own personal beliefs but it could mm. well be bob marley and the whalers how is it spelled probably with a w good one and some sort of ailers bob marley and the whalers that looks like it's wailing like whale not a whale but whale. oh yeah yeah it's not spelled whale it's not yeah. spelled like the animal they're, whale, like so they're like, wait like they're wailing yeah yeah so they're not wailing they're wailing okay that's well that's good to know that's a really glad you're welcome everyone we just cleared <laughs> that up for you <laughs> you're welcome there, there was such a thing that needed just to be cleared up wasn't it mm. you're fucking welcome you thought it was the whalers but turns out all along it was the whalers now the fact that we've been talking about more spooky stories reminds me of my ghost story oh god <laughs> no but um have have you've been you've been down to the lake fairly uh, recently haven't you have you yesterday have you was it at night or was it yes yeah, it was at night oh interesting did you see anything i saw a lot of water because that has become known as the paranormal hotspot of the mm-hmm. extremely uninteresting podcast yeah there's a paranormal hotspot what between the co-op and the lake yeah or just if you're gonna see a ghost near us, near me, that's it's gonna be somewhere between those two places, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And um, there's other places, and when you join them all together, it makes the shape of a pentagram. Would you believe that? It's mental. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Has there been any more paranormal activity at the co-op that you know uh, of? Um. Well, she does not work there anymore. I know, but have you so been back? Have I been back? I went to the co-op yesterday as well oh has she been back to the co-op or will she not set for out of pure terror <laughs> i don't know i don't believe there was any other paranormal ac- uh experiences 
But when I went there yesterday to buy water, a Diet Coke, some moisturizer, and a can of soup, I can't say that I saw anything particularly. <laughs> what <spooky>. an order! <laughs> so there was nothing that particularly screamed out to you as fucking spooky. I mean the, I mean the tomato soup was fifty percent off, so that was screaming out to me. But <laughs> that is a screaming deal. To be fair, <laughs> it's a screaming deal. But other than that, not really. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I thought I saw another ghost the other day. Oh, we were, go ahead. We were walking. Um, we were walking uh, around um, a park area, and I was so certain that there was someone. We like came out of the park. We were walking down the road. I was so certain that there was someone behind us. I like saw them out of my peripherals. When I, I don't know. I, I think I was. Uh, looking i was walking around some people who were coming our way so i mm-hmm. had to step out into the road so i looked behind me i looked behind me to make sure there was no car coming or anything so i wouldn't get run over as i stepped into the road so uh-huh. there was no car coming so i stepped into the road i walked around and then, and then you got run over yeah it was very the scary end. and then I, I i looked behind me again and there was no one there you never said there was someone there. No, I said there. Uh, yes, I did. There was definitely someone behind me walking in the direction I was walking, and then I looked behind me, and there were, and they weren't there anymore. Well, that is a frightfully dull story. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the scariest part? No, but yeah, I feel like you're gonna tell me. Oh, uh, they 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 were on the other pavement. They'd crossed the road. <laughs> so yeah, I did say I thought I saw a ghost. I didn't say I did see a ghost. You know, so it wasn't a ghost. Turns out they just crossed the road. You're welcome for that. That might be that story couldn't get any more (laughs) frightfully dull. You found a way. Is frightfully dull gonna become the new catchphrase phrase phrase of the extremely uninteresting podcast? Yeah. It's like um um there's a it's like that YouTube channel that does violin videos. I don't remember what they're called. Oh, of course. Like two set violin or something. And when they were watching one video, like one of their most popular videos it was a it was a uk like talk show or something and someone used the word sacrilegious and they'd never heard this word before and now like every video they use the word sacrilegious <laughs> they have it in one of their titles as well sacrilegious yeah because someone said because it was someone who was the world's fastest violin player allegedly even though he didn't play a single note correctly um okay and completely in the wrong key and the host was being like do uh, classical people think that you're being sacrilegious? And he asked him the same question like three times, just worded differently, and he didn't answer it every single time. So he just kept using the word sacrilegious. And they were like, what does sacrilegious mean? I don't know when they reviewed somebody who went to beat his record. They were like, the new world's fastest sacrilegious, no, sacrilegious, the new world's fastest violinist is even worse and even more sacrilegious or something. It's quite funny. Everyone should go and watch two set violins videos. I guess that does sound that does sound quite funny. It made me it, it made me have a hearty little giggle, which is about the best we could hope for at this point. To be honest, how long have we been going for? We've been going for uh, for me fifty two minutes, but I did have to pause my recording twice. Hmm. So because <laughs> of various things, and I don't think I lost any of the audio. But if you've lost Dumbledore in a semester abroad, I'm going no, to kill I defi- you. No, I definitely didn't lose that, I don't think. 
but it just means more editing for myself as I have to constantly go back and line up the audio and oh I just I'm just oh dear lord what a me. sad little life Jim what a sad little life Jim, Jim? who's Jim <laughs> I got an email from someone <laughs> from someone called Jim let us read it you know that thing where you say something after you like write as you read it what yeah yeah I know what you mean yeah. um I did something like that the other day and it was really funny but I don't remember what it was so it probably wasn't worth bringing up that's amazing <laughs> You know what else isn't worth bringing up? Um, whatever happened to those spooky stories that you were going to get for me to ridicule? Um, they will be ridiculed and they will be coming. But I thought, you know, as we're doing spooky stories anyway. You don't have week, any, do you? As we're doing spooky stories <laughs> anyway this week, I thought it would be best if we just, you know, we don't want to overload too many, you know, spooky stories. <laughs> so I think what I'm going to have to do is when we're non-spookifying an episode i'll get you a spooky story but if we're gonna you know if we're gonna be smacking out the spook for the most part of the episode then you know you don't want to overload the spook you 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 know what i'm trying to say if your aunt had bull she'd be your uncle but she doesn't so she's not i don't but i love how you're saying it <laughs> fair enough I, I thought you would anything to add no no Nah. Why would I have anything to add? I'm not the co-host of this podcast. No, but you're no not the host of the year. Because I'm the I'm the worst worst part of this podcast, apparently. Even though I bring all of the laughs. I don't know. I think I deliver more laughs than you do on a regular basis. Oh fuck off. I could be get wrong. A skip. You get in a skip, fuck you boy. You get in a fucking skip. Fu- excuse me? <laughs> what did you say, puss boy? I called you a fucking fuck boy. What are you gonna do about it? What an accusation. I'm in a committed relationship. Remember that sneaker video? Sneaker? Yeah. I haven't watched any of his videos in a while. Has he been cancelled yet? Probably not. I don't care. But remember the video of him going around asking people what a fuckboy was? And everyone was just saying, you. (laughs) What does a fuckboy look like? You? (laughs) He had... His his Timberlands weren't tied up properly. Therefore, he was a... He was a fuckboy. I rate the Tims. I rate the Tims. Hold up. Let me lace, Let up, me the lace up the Tims. I'm only, I'm only 26. 26. But so, so is the Rims. <laughs> I want to hit the dance floor and thrust, thrust my, my pelvis. pelvis. I look so good. A, a million, million bucks, bucks is jealous. jealous. Mm. So I park the Huffy, kick down the kickstand. Kickstand. I can't remember Wristband. I <laughs> can't remember the lyrics. Oh, um, I can't remember wristband. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember. Well, I, if there was ever a better note to end the podcast on. No, I feel like Jeremy McKinnon in that. Have you ever seen their acoustic performance of Monuments? I don't know why you would have, but he forgot the lyrics halfway through the performance. So he just started, he just started mumbling at the start as he was Googling the lyrics. And then he like puts up the lyrics in front of him and he's like reading them. Is that like every time Ollie Sykes does a performance of for like BBC, he's always got the lyrics up, like for um when the party's over, when Spring Horizon did a actually beautiful cover of that song. Um, he's he's (laughs) beautiful. He's just got the lyrics up and he's reading them as he's singing. (laughs) It's quite funny. I think he did the same when they did Mood, but he had them written on a piece of paper. Fair enough. I mean, you know, you don't want to make a fool of yourself and forget the lyrics, you know. They, they when it's stuff for like BBC, they probably only they probably have a set shed, schedule, 
that they have to you know a set time sheet that they have to get to mm. so as a as a true professional myself i understand where mm. it's coming from yeah uh yeah 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 Ooh. <laughs> but yeah i think this is a i think this is a good t- place to to wrap up the podcast it's been frightfully dull <laughs> <laughs> i think um let's let's uh, i'll put up a poll on my uh on my instagram on on my instagram on our instagram story at extremely uninteresting and you can vote for whose spooky story was the scariest i think based on the content i'd say mine was maybe it wasn't scarier but it was pretty fucking spooky and it was probably better as a whole jesus christ shut up if i if i may say so uh go vote on go vote on our instagram poll uh which i may or may not make probably not to be honest but and follow us on instagram while you're at it at extremely interesting we just hit 700 followers yeah taking over the podcast game slowly but surely (laughs) it's not about how fast you start a race it's about how many followers you get on your 50th episode as the old saying goes what? it's about that it 50 episodes yet no this is 44 i believe oh my god we're so close we are it's like that story of the um the turtle and the, the and fox the and the hound or something the, the turtle and the hare or the rabbit and the slug i can't yeah, really I, remember what it was fox and the hound is a disney film that i haven't seen it's the turtle <laughs> and the slug no it isn't the fox and the hare no it's not the fox what is it it's the turtle and the hare, or the rabbit and the, the slug, slug, or and the, No, it's not a slug. It's the turtle. The slug and lettuce. That's what it is. The slug and lettuce. The fox and the hare. No, not the fox and the hare. What is it? The tur- The tortoise and the hare. Is it the tortoise and the hare? Is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just making a reference to fucking. I think it's Gemma Collins. When she, I think she was. It might have been I'm a celebrity or something. I don't know. Some show I don't watch, but she like I'm claustrophobic. She couldn't get in the helicopter. Yeah. And then she she like bitched out and didn't get in the helicopter at the start. And then she was like, "Yeah, I crumbled at the first hurdle." But it's like that story of the turtle and the and the hare or the rabbit and the slug. I don't really remember what it was. The slowest one won in the end. <laughs> <laughs> that whereas I generally just couldn't remember what it was, <laughs> pretty much. But go follow us on Instagram, as we were saying. That is the the great output, the great thing to take from this episode. Follow Extremely Uninteresting, at Extremely Uninteresting, on Instagram, and like all of our posts. We should have called this podcast Frightfully Dull. (laughs) It's either going to be called Frightfully Dull, or Who's in Charge, Me or the Devil. No, as in like, no, 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 no. It's going to be, this podcast is going to be called Who's in Charge, Me or the Devil. But oh, you mean like you mean we should have extre- called that extremely uninteresting? Should have been called frightfully dull instead, as they basically Maybe we'll mean s- the same thing. <laughs> Maybe after we hit ninety nine episodes on extremely uninteresting, we'll decide podcasting has to continue. So we'll start a new one called frightfully dull. Welcome back to the frightfully dull podcast. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. We'll see you next week, Saturday one p.m. GMT. Anything else to add? Dantastic Beast, The Secret of Dumbledore. Justice for Johnny Depp and fuck the Nostalgia Critic. Both of those things. And we'll we'll see you next week. As always. Follow us on Instagram, it's really interesting. Shout out to IBUs, follow me on Twitter. Okay. One hour, one minute, look at us. Uh, 
stopping recording. Stopping recording in three, two.